At 1 p.m. HSTR, know where I will be. Ukulele Underground Podcast for you and me. Aldrin and Erin and Kahai. And maybe Magic Mike or a guest on the fly. Ukulele Underground Podcast. Now here's the guys. Aloha, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele Underground Podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice of Mercy. What's up, Aaron? What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend Fergan. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? The boys are here. It's time, guys. Let's talk ukulele. So the ukulele on the ground podcast, we just basically talk ukulele or we just have a nice conversation about, you know, about things in general. But you guys can ask us. We are live. So uh, you guys can ask us questions if you want to. We'll answer any and all ukulele-related questions or non-ukulele-related questions as long as it's nothing crazy. Like, like what is the meaning of life? Or what is the meaning of life, Kai? To you, what, is, what, is, what does life mean? Mm, playing ukulele having fun. Oh, what a diplomatic answer! I love it. I love it, Kai. So, yeah, give him another. Can you can you increase Kai's contract by two more years? <laughs> Sign him up for another two years. I love, I love this work. I love this. He's my favorite employee in the, in the entire company. <laughs> Play of the of the of the quarter of the year of forever. <laughs> right on, guys. So we basically talk about whatever and um. Uh, if you guys ask us a question, Kahai will relay it to me. I'll try to answer it as best as I can. And these two guys will uh, come in with their two cents and we'll come up with a super answer just for you. We prefer ukulele questions, but ask us anything basically, yeah? We just want to have some fun. We just want to talk. It's just a nice casual ukulele podcast. So without further ado, go ahead, Kahai, and give me the first question of the day. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Chris and Sue, we're kind of wondering what we thought of everybody's songs because uh, ah, yeah. for the songwriting challenge. So yeah. yeah. So um, was that last week that we uh, that we picked a winner? Mm-hmm. So okay, we, last week we picked our winner for um, for the most recent uh, songwriting challenge. If you guys don't know, our songwriting challenge here on the Ukulele on the Ground podcast, we give you guys a. Uh, um, guidelines and what kind of song to write you know we'll uh, we'll give you guys the key we'll give you guys uh just whatever you know whatever else some most of the time it's just a uh, little bonus stuff that you guys can do but for the most part we try to keep things simple i think this time we just said write a song yeah and then we gave you guys suggestions of write a song you know about about spice or whatever and all these other extras that, that we added in there um we had a bunch of submissions thank you so much to all of you folks who submitted a song if you guys want to uh, if you guys are watching this as a replay and the in the contest is over um you guys can still submit songs to us if you want to just like um what a, uh, one one thing that i did want to mention uh if you guys notice we you know we have um different intros every week from you know from uh users that have sent us the intro song if you would like to submit an intro song to us feel free to do so and uh, and we'll use it for uh for the beginning of the pod yeah so it's not too late to submit those in if you guys want to be a part of the show and have you know and have your original we, composition play in the beginning go ahead and yeah do so. i don't know uh we also had uh raya send in like a kind of uh like just a picture oh, nice. our, like for our logo and stuff oh, and cool. we use that for our kind of like uh placeholder card like when we're gonna start before we start uh so if people want to send in stuff like that like our art or you know whatever Mm. they want to send in we Mm. can use that too uh to we'll show it before the show too nice yeah Yeah. that is yeah so you know just just send in whatever it's uh these challenges are mainly for you folks and we just try to encourage all of you guys to write songs with your ukulele it's uh it's fun and you know and and awesome to be playing all these classics and stuff like island style and i'm yours and hey soul sister what else some classic favorites guy (laughs) (laughs) good time i think uh, uh, wagon wheel yeah yeah. so all these songs are great and stuff but you know what's even better when you write your own song it's fun when you create stuff and it can be anything you know like it doesn't even have to be like a serious whatever song it can be as something as silly as kahai is the best employee that ukulele underground ever had because he's the best like things like that it doesn't even doesn't even matter see just came up with it right off the top of the noggin i mean it's something that i think about often but you know i've never really put it in song like that until just now kahai hope you like it buddy <laughs> but yeah um I basically just like to encourage people to create music and to write music with their uh, with their ukulele. You don't even need lyrics if you don't want to. You can just kind of you know come up with a string of notes and melody and stuff, and that's that's all so good too. Okay. Um, now, uh, 
for uh, let's start with Chris and Sue. So they wanted us to kind of review everyone's uh, everyone's songs and what we thought and stuff. Chris and Sue, um, I think you guys are doing great. You know, like I think um, I think your song is awesome. You guys got this kind of uh, like duet thing going on where one you know kind of uh, strums and the other one, the other one picks, one sings and the other one kind of does background vocals. You got a nice duo going on. Um, I love the song. Love how it works. You know, like I, I think you guys are getting better with the uh, with the timing of playing together. Right, um, I think the groove is is almost you know almost locking in. So if you guys keep working at it, whatever you guys are doing is working. So you know um, just just keep it tighter. The more you guys play together, the better you'll get. Um, some things that I would add uh, would would probably be you know like uh, it, it it's like I'm not how do I say this? I'm not the best vocalist. <laughs> you know like nor am I the best uh, like guy to. Um, to arrange vocals for songs but you know since there's two of you um and, and if sue is going to be doing the oohs ahs and laws and things like that there's really no harmony to uh, sue's oohs so it's just that single ooh so uh something that you can do is not i'm not saying take the ooze out but you can uh, you know you can start to kind of do counter like melodies to what chris is doing so if chris is singing something like Kahai is the best employee or whatever and then sue could be like Kahai is the best Kahai is the best or whatever you know like some kind of like call like call and response there's the two of you guys i think that's kind of what i was almost expecting with you know with, with that song because i can hear sue like doing her thing and there are some parts you know where chris is singing where there could have been like kind of a callback um you know i i love the you know i love the strumming and the finger picking that you guys are doing um maybe uh expand on that a little bit more you know like uh maybe come up with with in, instead of just kind of doing it like in, in eighth notes like duh, duh, duh. like kahai is the best employee that we've ever seen you know like instead of keeping it like that you guys can be like a kahai is the best Or maybe not even fast. You can even go slower. And that'll still make a big difference. Like, Kahai is the best. See what I mean? Where I'm holding that one. So um, instead of it just being like the same exact kind of, you know, rhythm the entire time, where it's just a bunch of eighth notes, you guys can kind of mix it up a little bit. Add some whole notes, not, not whole notes, uh, quarter notes in there, some some eighth and sixteenths and things like that just get creative with it you know like it is your song so make it as, uh, as fancy as you want but overall I, th- I thought you guys did a great job now it's just time to kind of like you know take it up a notch a little bit so now that you guys have cleaned things up make it you know go the extra mile right Kahai because why not you know, they're, they, I, I feel like they can <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that that style definitely suited them too mm-hmm. like they they wrote a song that definitely sounded like that what is mm-hmm. it um, kind of like uh it's do up chords but it's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that kind of just yeah 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 so you know just um mix it up and just kind of experiment around i mean like i think it's good already but you guys can definitely you know like polish it a little bit more to to uh, to, to make it as best as it can be okay um uh Hamsini, she's always doing she's always doing great so she submitted a, uh, a song called cardamom and she's uh you know doing her like her picking and stuff i love her melodies that she comes up with sometimes we're just like how she come up with these melodies? Like it's mm-hmm. it's insane. Like how you know how good she is at coming up with melodies. She did you know she did really well. Um, I thought her chord choices were really nice. I think you know like she's she's putting in some unique twists to uh, to to melodies because it so she sometimes goes to places that I I you know like I wasn't expecting like the melody to go, which is really great. Uh, keep it up. Um, as far as what she can do, you know like maybe uh yeah it's tough to kind of expand on because she's got her own you know kind of kind of style and tone and and uh note choices but maybe add a little bit you know of, of technique uh, i know you can do like slides and, and hammers and stuff but add a little bit more maybe add like a like a bend or add like a like a like pull off something that's more like you know ukulele like uh instead of like Let's see, just playing single notes, playing kind of like a, making it sound like a guitar, you know, like do some like ukulele kind of kind of thing. Maybe do a, a strumming thing, or um, you know, just same thing as with uh, with with Chris and Sue, where you can kind of take it up a notch. Now you've reached this level and stuff, you can always uh, make it better. You know, like it's uh, yeah, I, I think I think you're doing great. Just keep up whatever you're doing, um, but kind of push yourself a little. Yeah. Um, let's see, we have jo- uh, Joko, Jocko, 
Yoko. Um, you know, he he did one as well. I liked uh, I liked his songs. It was a little bit silly. It was papayas, I think. You know, like he's he's <laughs> doing a song on papayas. I thought it was cool. Um, you know, he's he's kind of getting used to that into out technique and how it kind of matches with the uh, with the strumming that he was doing. Almost there. It's almost there. But I think you know you're you're going in the right direction. Try to just. Uh, lock those two rhythms a little bit more, a little bit more tighter, and I think you're, you know, you're you're doing great. Okay. Uh, what was the last one, guy? It was a. Uh, oh, it was, what's her name? Uh, Kathy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Kathy. Uh, as always, you know, she did she did a great job. Um, we've you know we've done a bunch of private lessons together. She knows what what you know what to work on as far as uh, rhythm wise, uh, form wise, and things like that. But I think she's doing great. I think you know she's got this kind of singer songwriter thing going on, and I think just. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, other than that, things that you can do to improve, um, maybe add melody. You know, maybe collaborate with Hamsi or something. <laughs> like maybe you could do like the singing and the strumming and stuff, and she'd come up with like some melodies. I don't know, but that, I, I just would think that would be fun if if we had these two. Like, because I, I think Kathy's really great at just like strumming and coming up with songs and stuff, <laughs> and Hamsi's got all these like awesome like melody ideas yeah. you put it together come with a really awesome like ukulele underground plus members song together but you know I think if all of them like kind of collaborated <laughs> come up with a really cool mega song but everyone did great I, I loved everyone's submissions um, I loved watching them and I think you guys are all on the right track let me know if there's something you guys are having a hard time with or uh, you know if you guys want to expand on the things that I just talked about um, definitely book a private lesson and we can start working on some of those skills okay all right, now uh, hopefully that answers your question. Kahai, what's the next question, bud? And of course, we are live, so ask away in the live chat. Can I um, yeah. can I mute your lapel and can you like kind of adjust it a little bit? Okay. It seems like there's something. Okay. Uh, okay. And and as we do that, I'll yeah. I'll ask the next question okay. too. Okay. Yep. Um. So, uh, Joko asked like, going off of last week's one, yeah. he said, uh. What a, a deep answer to my question. The conversation in Spark was fascinating. I already got my next question as a follow-up. Okay, Hawaiian music is hard to define, but what about Hawaiian style? What are its characteristics? I was thinking about this when I saw your jam with John Cruz singing Island Style. Uh, if not that song itself, then certainly the comments people left on the video after reading those, now I get it. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be the same answer as like, what defines like Hawaiian music. Like islands, you know, island style is is island style, and like one, you know, one island style could be different from another style, but there's both still island styles. Like it's you know, because like Jake is from the island, and then um, you know, you got a, a guy like uh, like Herb is from the islands, and you got Troy Fernandez who's from the island. They all play island style ukulele, but. All three of those styles completely different from each other, you know. So it's still very, very, very hard to define. But um, I don't, you know. And to be honest, I don't really think it, it matters, you know. Like, but you can tell it's an island style. I don't know. Like, it's it's tough. It's tough to really define. Like, okay, these are the characteristics that makes this, you know, island style. But I think if you just got, you know, if you got the, it's a certain groove maybe, but. Then again, yeah. like all three of those guys are so unique in their grooves. Because it's not even like that they're playing like traditional Hawaiian music, which I would also include in the island style category. So it's uh, it's really tough because it, it can be anything. But I think um, it, it's what, what I wanted to say is that there are some styles, like for example, like the European style definitely has those split strokes and fan strokes and stuff that like, yeah, that's... They're playing that European style. I don't know. You know <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is about, like uh, about Hawaiian or island style that would be classified as, as you know, as island style. Um, most definitely, someone like uh, someone like Troy Fernandez. If we were to, you know, like to break down each of these master styles, we can maybe, you know, come up with a clue. Uh, okay, so someone like Troy Fernandez, he's got that kind of banjoey sounding style, um, very fit for things like uh, like. Uh, like paniolo music or country music that's um that's specifically you know in, in hawaii and um in a lot of like kind of just jam like backyard jam session kind of you know kind of songs that's that's his style he's got you know he's great with that he's very uh he's very good uh, just like like Kamsini we talked about earlier with, uh, with with her melody lines he is like the king of like coming up with really good melody lines i was working with um with Dr. Tracy Tarada, <laughs> he's not Dr. But he's Dr. Trey. <laughs> like Tracy Tarada, who's the guy who um, who recorded Pure Heart, which is um, Jake's original band. 
he said that his experience working with um, you know with someone like Troy is that Troy Fernandez when he goes into a studio like has come up with exactly what he's going to do with the exact notes to that song so like if you know if you press the record button he's going to do it exactly like how he planned it out like melody wise he just he knows what works and he's come up with that and he's going to play that he's, he, you know rarely does he like improvise outside of that maybe like you know improvise the uh, like a ghost note or two but the the general idea of the melody stays the same because whatever he comes up with is gold you know and um Let's see. Someone like Herb Ota uh, Jr. His, you know, his style is a little bit more of a uh, of very laid back, very relaxed, like low G. You know, I just want to cruise, like island style in the sense of like I'm sitting in the sand and just sipping on, uh, you know, whatever whatever cocktail you prefer or, or <laughs> juice, <laughs> whatever maybe, or cocktails with juice in it. You know. <laughs> um, so that's kind of you know it's kind of his style. It's very easy listening. I, I dig his style, but not saying that he doesn't know how to rip it up because G minor fleas is a heck of a track, you know. Um, and you got Jake who you know can do anything from like um, from all the other two guys' styles to like you know to being as fast as as like humanly possible. Like Jake <laughs> is is amazing at like. Um, unifying all the styles that you know that that is here in in hawaii and just kind of coming up with that own his own kind of jake shimabukuro style of playing ukulele that's why when you hear you know a, a lot of the um, musicians who are inspired by jake uh, like myself uh, andrew molina has you know has uh, has stated that he you know he's very um inspired by uh, by jake style guys like chris fuchigami kalegami like all of us and stuff we kind of was inspired by Troy and Jake and, and their styles, and um, and I think that also defi- uh, defines an island style. But as far as like what the parameters and what like what is a certain technique or whatever, like I, I couldn't tell you because those techniques that they use exist in other things that are not technically Hawaiian style. You know, like the Troy's um, like G string pull offs. I know that name sounds funny, but you know, like that's exactly what he does. He just G string and he just pull offs another strings and stuff. Um, that is like banjo techniques that he's you know that he's put into the ukulele. As far as like um, Herb Ota Jr. goes, like his easy kind of going style is is kind of like any you know like any easy going guitar style that you know that you, that you that you can hear out there. Uh, Jake's style very much kind of like um, you know like acoustic like rock and roll kind of style. Like it's uh, it it all exists in other styles, but maybe unique on the ukulele for their time. But you know people right now, especially. You know, with uh, with technology the way it is, like we're seeing more and more people playing these styles all over the place and all over the world. So I don't know if it's unique to uh, to the islands anymore. So I don't know if it's an island style, but it's hard to define, really. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Something that comes to mind when I I, I think of uh, something that it's probably not uh, mm-hmm. you know solely Hawaiian, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of Hawaiian music has this. Mm-hmm. Is you'll hear in a lot of vamps. Mm-hmm. The rhythm, it's not emphasized like, you know, regular rhythm is one, two, three, one, two, Mm -hmm. or like one, two, three, four. But in like Hawaiian vamps and Hawaiian music, you might hear the emphasis more on and a one, two, three, and a one, two. Like it kind of, it's on the upbeat of before one, right? So you got to have that. And that's where it's like people feel like Hawaiian music kind of has that like sway, you know, because it feels like there's more time spent in that first right. beat like there's more uh yeah. it kind of like yeah it's hard to explain but it's that groove that you right. feel but i mean i could argue you could find that like in in other you know in other genres as well it's like and one and two and three and four and one and two like I, like you know in in more like uh western kind of you know western kind of tunes but you're right there is like a specific groove that is I, uh, that is hawaiian yeah and I think it, it's it is more it's different from mm-hmm. like that groove that you would find in mm-hmm. uh, Western music, even though it emphasizes like kind of the same yeah. beats. But like, yeah, it's because when we uh, write out music, you know, and we try and uh, write it out in tabs, mm-hmm. like they in the program that we use, they have like a built-in, um, you know, like a, oh, it's going for like a triplet feel, or it's going mm-hmm. for like this uh, Scottish triplets feel, right. or whatever. And so you can get other types of genres, but to get that Hawaiian genre is like kind of, it's a little tricky and you kind of have to almost trick the program into thinking like, Mm -hmm. you got to think this way before you can like, you know, play it back 
correctly. So it, it, I think it's that is specifically like, uh, yeah, you probably will find it elsewhere. But mm-hmm. if you can get that feeling when you're learning Hawaiian music, I feel you're like on the right track. Yeah, yeah, you'll you yeah. you know you'll definitely fit in with other people who are playing Hawaiian music. Yeah, you, oh. Aaron. Yeah, it for anything it just comes down to who are your musical influences. It's true. So That's like for a lot of point. people who are considered like Hawaiian artists or mm. like island artists, mm. it depends on who who they listen to mm. and who they're most influenced by. Mm-hmm. And what time period they were <laughs> influenced yeah, yeah, yeah. into, you know, yeah. it's it's the same thing with with any genre of music and any basically any discipline. Mm-hmm. It's like who did you learn from or mm-hmm. who influences you, right. and then that shapes what you know yeah, what yeah. your style is like. So and it's yeah, it's it's all like for people who are considered Hawaiian artists or like local artists here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It's um. It just goes back to that, like, mm. uh, you know, who are, who are you listening to? You probably sound a lot like them. Yeah. And then and Who's then shaping your sound. Yeah, yeah. So, like, for your you, for example, like, yeah. who were your major influences on ukulele? Yeah. Troy and Jake, you know, Troy and Jake. Yeah. Yeah. My and, and my then, uh, my custom ukulele is a testament to that. Like, it's got Jake's headstock and fingerboard. Yeah. And it's got like Troy's like body rosette. and rosette. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and so, but then beyond that, mm. it's like you had other influences as well, mm. and so you you took elements from all of these things. Yeah, and so I don't know if you would be considered like a like an island sounding mm. ukulele player, but yeah. like there are elements of it in that is not yeah. yeah yeah in your playing, mm-hmm. but it's not not just strictly island sounding. Mm. So. So yeah, and the and the internet has changed everything as well, just yeah, because yeah. it's because of that. Be, in in the past, it's always been like you learn from whoever is around you, mm-hmm. and so like Hawaiian internet. artists or people from Hawaii mm-hmm. learn from other people in Hawaii yeah. how to play and how to shape their sound, mm-hmm. and so now it's it's kind of bridging all the all the different genres mm-hmm. and expanding. So it's mm-hmm. harder to pinpoint anybody that's just. Like a Hawaiian sounding artist yeah, anymore? Yeah. No, pretty much nobody, nobody is. Nobody, no. Everyone's kind of, uh, everyone's splicing a little bit of something else into their yeah. Because uh, I remember going to uh, um, remember the major rage that was here, like on on uh, on Kauai, and it was the first time that I saw who's those Common Kings play. It uh-huh. was a uh, it was mainly a um, a Catch a Fire concert, but Common Kings was, was there. And I saw them play, and I'm like, I already kind of like Common Kings, you know? Yeah. And they're jamming their songs, and then and all of a sudden, like, they went into this, like, um, this this dubstep kind of groove and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, man, that is so cool, you know? <laughs> and things like that where, like, they they put in other genres and and, and still make it work. And, uh-huh. I don't know. Like, it, that's, that's becoming more and more popular to do. And uh, it, it kind of really... You know, uh, takes the lines out of like this. In, you know, behind this line is Hawaiian music, and behind this line is reggae. And behind this line is like dubstep. It just like takes out all those lines. It's like it's kind of reggae dubstep, or reggae <laughs> yeah. Hawaiian, or whatever, yeah. maybe you know. So, like for us, for mm-hmm. our generation, what we consider Hawaiian music, mm-hmm. like I, I feel it's like what they would play on the Hawaiian music mm-hmm. station. Great, great, great point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, where whereas if you're from the mainland, anything from Hawaii might be considered Hawaiian, Hawaiian music, music yeah, or yeah. like island music. Yeah, technically, is I guess. Yeah, yeah, which is which it can be true. <laughs> but like for us, it's mm-hmm. like if they're playing local local music on the on the radio station mm-hmm. where it's like more reggae. Mm-hmm. That's not really that Hawaiian reggae. music to yeah. us. It's Hawaiian like music, reggae. yeah. <laughs> Hawaiian music is more like stuff from the seventies oh, yeah, or yeah. like seventies and eighties that mm. like really had that. They mm. they used Hawaiian lyrics, mm. more Hawaiian lyrics than yeah, like English. Kiyave, Teresa Bright, like all yeah. those, like you know, in yeah. Don Ho, <laughs> like all those. Yeah, guys. yeah. They they did yeah. traditional Hawaiian songs mm. or like Hawaiian influenced Hawaiian language songs, and that's what we consider Hawaiian music. Yeah. If you're if you're from Hawaii, from our generation, that's mm-hmm. kind of what you consider Hawaiian music. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if you are from a previous generation, that might that would be contemporary Hawaiian music yeah. to them, and the traditional Hawaiian music would be like really like Hawaiian mm-hmm. Hawaiian music. 
but it's always evolving. So. Yeah. So it's it's tough to define, really. Yeah. You know, like what? Because lines are so blurred now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it it depends on what how you define it. Yeah. And and what it means to you, and why why are you trying to play it or trying to listen to more of it, mm-hmm. and and you just latch onto those things. Yeah, and you know, I I think this would be a great question to our future guest. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can announce it because I want people to ask their questions and stuff before uh-huh. you know before he comes in. Um, we are it's a good it's a great get. We talked about getting a, you know, getting a big guest and stuff, and I pulled through with a big guest, everybody, um, here on the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. Coming soon, <laughs> we will have the legend himself, Kai Fruit. No. <laughs> we have the legend yeah, himself. He is the legend. He is. The Kai, that's why. <laughs> now, we have Jake Shimabukuro coming in, joining us on our podcast in a, you know, in a future episode, which is, you know... Um, we're basically just trying to figure out which which Thursday he's going to be you know he's going to be doing and we want to give you guys a heads up so that you guys can uh, can have your questions ready you guys can like let us know in advance what kind of questions you guys want to ask Jake so that um, Kahai can get it and then uh, and then he'll just you know ask Jake during the show and stuff so it's not like um, we're not trying to sift through a bunch of these you know questions on the live chat and whatnot also. Um, we, you know, we know he's a busy dude, so it might not be on like a Thursday at once. We just want to let you guys know as a heads up that you know we're gonna have him as a guest. So just in the case that we don't do it on Thursday at one like we normally do, um, just look out for any kind of you know announcements or any kind of uh, um, time change that we might uh, that we might let you guys know about. Because if you guys are you know are looking forward to that episode, we'll definitely let you know. But just as a heads up, we're gonna have Jake on the pod. Um, in, in, a, in a future episode, I'm guessing within the you know month um, or month or two, but we'll have them on. We'd love to have you guys uh, ask questions. I think, and we we did a show yesterday, and for for like the um, the public library school system, um, they're they're lending out ukuleles uh, in the Hawaii um, public libraries, which is awesome. And I think there's like six libraries here on Kauai that are uh, um, that are lending ukes, which is really 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 cool. Because I was telling Jake that. My first ukulele was a Lent ukulele from my school, from Koloa school. It was a prelude ukulele. I remember Mr. Shintani like let me, you know, let me borrow that ukulele from Silver Lining, and I took <laughs> it home. And I borrowed it for like the whole school year. So for like a good year, two years, I borrowed the same exact ukulele from from her, and <laughs> that had my name on it, you know. And until uh, until I got my own. And um, and I think this is a really 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 cool you know um, program that they're doing that they're allowing people to borrow ukuleles and I think you can borrow it for up to two weeks at a time so it's not even like you borrow it for that day and you gotta like you know return it the next day or even that week it's two weeks you can borrow the ukulele for so if you get yourself a nice Hawaii State Library card or if you have your your uh, your Hawaii State ID and you can get a library card coming here for a vacation or whatever uh, I don't know like what the rules are on that and stuff but. That would be a cool idea, like if you know, if so, you don't have to bring your ukulele and you want to just borrow one of theirs. I think it's just a bunch of call of watermans mm-hmm. and stuff, but you know, it, it, it's something. So if uh, if you guys want to check that out, like and ask, uh, you know, all the all the questions, make sure to check that out. Yeah, I don't know what the what the link is, but we'll have the you know we'll have a link um, on the on the show notes after this uh, this pod is done. But we'll have Jake. Um, also, mahalo to. Uh, to Music for Life Foundation because Music for Life is the one that set that up. So Music for Life was working with Jake to get all these ukuleles um, from Kala into the hands of these awesome libraries so that they can get it to the hands of the people who wants to pick up these uh, these ukuleles. And it's cool because um, you know we also talked about with, with the digital age libraries are kind of you know having like having all these struggles. So it's amazing that they're coming up with these kind of things to keep the libraries going because they're they're awesome. Like as a uh, like as a dad now, like I I didn't realize that libraries were so cool because like they have all these like events for for little kids and stuff all the time and and it's uh, it's it's awesome. It's like my my kid can go. It was just pre pre COVID, you know, of course. My my kid could interact with all these kids. They'd have story time. They would have like people reading stories. They would have like little fun arts and crafts things. Like I didn't know libraries were so cool. <laughs> I would have hung out with in uh, in libraries way more if. Uh, if there is for all free. these programs, yeah, yeah for free. Yeah. You know, you can just go, and there's like people, uh, people reading stories and stuff, and you can 
like make a little you know make a little uh, like drawing thing and you make a mask and stuff like sometimes I don't go with my kid and my uh, and my wife just goes and she comes home one time she came home with this like, owl mask I'm like where'd you get that it's like, library <laughs> oh that's so awesome yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh, I should have went <laughs> you know it's just those those kind of things I'm glad you know they're coming up with some programs that, that keeps these libraries alive because you know it's it's so different you know like having the book in your hand and just reading a book the smell of a book and stuff it's just it's it's different so um they don't just have ukulele books they have ukulele instructional books as well um so make sure you check those out if if you're ever if you're a hawaii resident you can check out which library carries ukuleles um and if uh if you're, you know, if you're visiting or if you're a future visitor, yeah, ask around. See if you can uh, get a library card and check one out for the duration of your stay. That would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Jake, coming up. So email us your questions. Kai, where can they email? Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, I'm sorry. Like, okay, we're having, right? we're right. having uh, like, people are having technical problems. So oh, I've no. been trying to fix that. <laughs> oh, even last week, too. Yeah, we were having problems. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, and it's not, it seems like people are having problems and it's like not something I can fix. Um, yeah. Well, this isn't the Jake episode. (laughs) 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 Embarrassing. Um, I think that episode is going to be the one to like finally like break me as far as like, I just might just fanboy out the entire time. We have (laughs) questions waiting, but it's just like, Jake, remember that time when you were like with, with pure heart and you're like playing at that place? Yes, that's that awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's gonna be the episode. We're so like, cool. dream, just just be quiet. We want, <laughs> you know, like, but I'm just gonna just fanboy out with like my two hands like this, you know, like, listening to every word Jake was saying. Just like even doing the show with him yesterday. I've known this man for two decades, <laughs> and still I'm like. Ah, Jake, that one, remember that time that like, cause we talked about that time at Borders where he called me up to play body surfing with him on stage. And like, and I'm like, yeah, man, I changed my, my life. life. Exactly. <laughs> what is that? I like, changed my life. And you know, Jake is always like, is always like, oh yeah, that's, that's cool. Man. <laughs> like, I don't know. I still play that song today. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been, we've been friends for two decades, but I'm still like, I, I still fanboy out every time, you know, like every time I get to see him or just talk to him, even when the cameras are not rolling, you know, it's just like, uh-huh. uh, uh, Jake, uh, so you, um, you, you played this, uh, that, 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 that show or you came up with that album recently, that, that track was, was, was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kahai, please, when he comes down, you gotta just like help me keep my composure. Help me keep my cool. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, other questions, or do you guys want to set up the next challenge? Uh, yeah, we got we got a couple questions. Though. Sure, sure. Let's do one more, and then we'll set up to the next question, and we'll end with one. Or we'll, if we don't have time, then we have another cliffhanger. We haven't done a cliffhanger in a long time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Heart Ukulele, and they said, mm-hmm. when someone finds himself in a rut or slump, uh, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to progression in their ukulele playing. Mm-hmm. What tips do you have for these people work to work through these situations? Mm, I usually put the uke down and start playing Monster Hunter. No, <laughs> <laughs> no on a more serious note, um, how do you get out of slumps? Really, is you get in a slump by just doing the same thing over and over and over, and then you just do it so much that you're just like, I, it's it's just routine, you know, like. So, in order to not feel that way, you kind of need to break routine. Um, try to learn something that, you know, that you normally wouldn't. Like, ex- like explore, like, a different genre of music or, an, a, like, a new song that you feel is, you know, um, is fun to play. Really, if you keep ukulele fun for you, you'll want to keep playing your ukulele, you know? Like, um, so try to challenge yourself with something fun or maybe come up with a, or the, you know, or try to learn a technique that you haven't, you know, that you haven't worked on before. Maybe like learn a, you know, learn some, uh, some music theory. If you haven't dived into music theory, maybe that's something that you can, you know, that you can do or like dive into a genre, like I said, maybe like blues or Hawaiian or reggae or anything like that. You just never know. You might like it, you know, like my, my wife before moving to, uh, to Hawaii to, you know, so that we could be together, she was not like a reggae person, uh-huh. but now she's like, she knows all the lyrics, to all the catch a fire songs. <laughs> like, how do you know this? She knows more <laughs> yeah, exactly. reggae songs than you do. <laughs> I think, well, she worked at Kauai Cookie, you know, like uh-huh. when she first came here. And I guess like in the in Kauai Cookie, just the radio plays yeah, all yeah. that like island music, you know. Uh-huh. And she just 
I guess while working there was just exposed to so much like island music that she's uh-huh. just like this is this is what I like now. <laughs> so yeah, I mean you know you just never know. Like um, I I didn't really know that I, I liked jazz for my saxophone, my clarinet and stuff, but found it like too difficult on my ukulele um, until I kind of like sat down and started learning some stuff. I'm not like the best at jazz or whatever, but I'm liking it. And that's really all that you know. All that matters is that if you you know if you want to explore something new, you just never know if you'll like it. Yeah, I, I dig it. I um, I like coloring my chords and things like that, and, and um, or even adding new techniques, like I mentioned. So I, I now add. If you guys noticed on a lot of the uh, a lot of the U plus solos, I'm now adding these little campanella lines because I've learned you know some uh, some campanella enough to use them into actual. Uh, um, like solos and in, in use and stuff, so it's been you know it's been really cool. Every time I learn something, I try to share it with you guys. So I, I think that's something that you can do to get out of the rut is to try something new or challenge yourself to to a song that you've always wanted to tackle, but you're always scared of it, you know. Um, and you're like, well, this this you know this song has like this chord in it or whatever that I can't play. Then challenge yourself to you know to to either learn the chord that you couldn't play or uh, figure out a way to kind of hold that chord a different way or you know, learn some music theory, and you know, if if you learn some music theory, you can take it down a step. So maybe you can play those chords instead. So if you can't play an E, if you take it down a step, then it becomes a D. D is super easy to play. So things like that. There's always something to do with you know with music. Or another thing that I like to do is I like to you know like to just go on you know go on YouTube and watch like what all these new people that are like coming up that are doing with the ukulele and that's always inspiring to me you know like I'm, I'm always watching some new ukulele player like just taking this thing to new heights you know I I came from the old school of uh, not as old as you know some other ukulele players but mm-hmm. of uh, Troy Fernandez, Jake Shimabukuro that's the stuff that I grew up with um, uh, Herb Walter Jr. but now there's like all these like uh, kind of percussive playing and things like that. It's always super exciting to watch um, people experiment with the, with these new things. So it makes me want to do it. You know, like I was super excited when James Hill came up with uh, or came out with um, Billie Jean, and then I I just watched. It. I'm like, I could never do that. And then he came up with the um, with the tutorial. And I tried it for myself. Like I was doing it for like a week. I'm like, this, <laughs> this is fun. Not nothing, nothing that I can do in my show or whatever my technique, but it's it's fun. And I just started having fun. So really, that's it. You know, I, I think it's just time to break out of the habits or break routine from whatever it is that you're doing because that's kind of maybe causing you um, to get bored, at, you know, at the instrument. But there's always something new. There's always something, you know, exciting and fun to learn. You. Yeah, I think the, the, when we see people who ask this type of question, mm-hmm. a lot of them seem to be, like, focused solely on, like, one song. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they're like, my goal is to learn this type of music only and so i only work mm. on this type of music mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's like yeah that's okay but you can see how that burns you out quick yeah, yeah. like if and you know like uh if you learn something else your accumulation of like what you learn even mm. if it doesn't seem like it it you know adds to that style like if your focus is like oh i purely want to learn how to like play solo ukulele so mm. i don't want to learn any songs with singing or anything in it that's just where it's Mm. like whoa you cut out like a ton of songs and that and even songs that are like even if you don't sing along with the song Mm -hmm. it's pretty fun to play you know like it has solos it it has interesting things to it Mm. that you can learn so yeah like uh and i think what i do for that like to find new things i would have never listened to before Mm -hmm. or tried Mm -hmm. is like i like i'll use a youtube playlist where it's just like random songs but yeah you can use like the radio or like Mm -hmm. spotify and just put it on like a random thing you know Mm -hmm. and just listen to like songs that maybe you wouldn't have given a chance before Mm -hmm. but if you Mm -hmm. find something that's like oh this is pretty interesting like then try it out you know see if you can learn it so, I mean, on that note, it doesn't even have to be like a new Koala thing. You know, it could be anything. I remember Kahai introduced me to Scary Pockets, that YouTube group and stuff. And mm-hmm. now I'm like obsessed with, you know, watching watching their every video that comes out. I'm subscribed to them. New video comes out. I'm like, oh, new, yeah, there, come on. It's like new Scary Pockets. <laughs> Kenton Chen is singing again. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's another Kenton Chen song. I'm so excited. I got the popcorn, you know? Like, it's things like that where it gets me excited to, like, you know, to, to watch. Um, 
to watch people playing music and, and, and be inspired by like all these you know musicians making amazing music and i think that's what you know what people need to do is just keep you know keep getting inspired like yeah. by by everyone around them because like, everyone is amazing <laughs> like uh there's people who are like oh can you do a lesson for this song mm-hmm. and we're, we're like oh here's uh i found like the chords for it already and he, you know it's guitar chords but just use the same chord names and play it on ukulele mm-hmm. and stuff and you, you can play the same thing and people seem to be afraid though they're like well if i don't hear like an ukulele in the song yeah how am I going to know what to play? And it's like, well, you can just listen to whatever <laughs> anything, the guitar anything, is playing, yeah. whatever the piano is playing. Any part of the like, song. Yeah. yeah, just just try and copy and follow along. So don't mm-hmm. you don't you also don't have to limit yourself to like, oh, I got to stick within what is the world, the yeah. scope of the ukulele. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. look outside and try and figure it out. I think um, uh, Andrew, right, he was saying mm-hmm. that he was kind of stuck, and then he looked at what John Mayer was John playing, Mayer. and that kind of inspired him mm. to be like, oh, I'm going to try this on ukulele, too. Yeah. Because so. if no one did that, then we wouldn't have Jake's Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> or even like Why My Guitar Gently Weeps, you know? If yeah. we all just stayed in our lane, so to speak, like none of those amazing pieces would have happened. So it, it's it's things like that, because you just never know what you're going to discover or what you're going to stumble upon. Like as far as if you're just playing, you know, with with a, a new genre, uh, and you're like, okay, well, I kind of like it, but I kind of like it this way. And you come up with your own style. You just never know, you know? So... Uh, really revitalize your you know your love for the ukulele and have fun with it again by just kind of breaking um whatever routine that you're doing and um and try something new yeah, yeah. I, I think the important part too is like not to be afraid to make mistakes mm-hmm. or like if you some people mm-hmm. like they think i'm not gonna start learning a song if i can't learn the song if it doesn't look like i can learn the song a hundred way percent mm-hmm. through right like just try and learn songs and if you you know you're like oh i only learned about 50 percent of the song uh the thing is you can always like stop what learning a song yeah go to somewhere else and come back to the song right so mm-hmm. don't like yeah don't let it be don't think that i'm not gonna try to learn something because i'm not gonna be able to play it or i'm yeah. not gonna be the best so, at it or good <laughs> yeah i can't do all of it it's like yeah. you just at this point if you're you feel like you're stuck in a rut Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to try whatever you can, you yeah. know, and and yeah, it's it it is almost like you gotta dig yourself out of that rut, and mm-hmm. so you just gotta keep going, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. How about you, Aaron? Final thoughts? Yeah, actually, I I checked out um this Heart Ukulele member Heart Ukulele. Yeah. I checked out her her YouTube channel. Yeah. And she's actually pretty good. Mm. So so it could be just that right like Fatigue. no no you oh. just get to a point where you're mm. happy with your play mm. you know you you don't have to get you know when you're a beginner mm-hmm. it's like being uh, i forget who used this analogy but some somebody said like in in learning anything it's like you start off with a really small circle mm-hmm. and so in order to grow to become a bigger circle, mm-hmm. you attack the things on the edges, the mm-hmm. easy things on the edges, right? Yeah. On, on, the, on the outside of the circle. Mm-hmm. And then you absorb those things and become a bigger circle, mm-hmm. right? Like a katamari. And so, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. the bigger that you grow as mm-hmm. a circle, mm-hmm. the, the longer the outside becomes. Oh. And it gets to a point where like, you have to learn like, a All lot that in, in, order, in to... order to get mm-hmm. bigger. You have to learn like a lot of little things on the outside of your your diameter, mm-hmm. and sometimes you you'll get to the point where it feels like I I'm gonna put in an extraordinary amount of work in order yeah. to increase in size just a little bit, mm-hmm. and so for it, at that point, sometimes you just gotta be like I'm good with where I am, yeah, and true. I'm just yeah. gonna have fun with the skills that mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody wants to become you, like mm-hmm. a touring yeah. musician that mm-hmm. plays all over the world. <laughs> and if if you're just happy with your current skill set, mm-hmm. then find songs that yeah. that yeah. you love and mm-hmm. learn those songs, and then just use whatever skills you already have because you made it basically. Yeah, yeah you're you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so um i mean you can always be inspired by better players Mm -hmm. definitely yeah and that will push you to become better but Mm -hmm. don't make it a grind don't don't make it Mm -hmm. like a job if Mm -hmm. it's not you know don't make it not fun for yourself that's true yeah yeah Yeah. 
I think wine is you gotta have fun with it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. We spark that that joy. And I think I think some people remember like there's that that phrase that saying right like you go into the tool shed, you lock yourself in the yeah, and you just grind away <laughs> to get better. And there is like there is times in music when you can do that mm-hmm. but and so i think people think like oh that's that's just what i gotta do to get out of this rut is just to grind right yeah but uh i don't know like when i'm in the tool shed and when i'm grinding like you know when i lock myself into my room i'm just like i'm just gonna spend today trying to learn this thing or trying to get better at this thing it's not something that i'm not enjoying doing yeah, the process exactly. of doing too so if you ever feel like I don't like this process, you probably you you might force yourself to do it, and by forcing yourself to do it, you're probably gonna gain less than like finding something that is just like, well, what's fun for me to do currently? You know, what is what is fun that I'm actually enjoying? You know, even though these are scales or these are warm ups or these are things, it's something that I can still enjoy doing. You know, for whatever reason, yeah. and. I think if you you enjoy what you're doing, even if it's like just grinding, it's you you gain a lot more than hating wherever you're currently at and being like, well, I just got to put in more time. Yeah, you're probably gonna end up like not, you know, you might even end up like burning out altogether. Where it's just like, I gotta stop playing altogether because I don't enjoy anything. So mm-hmm. you don't want to reach that point. You want to, yeah. you probably want to like either just say like, oh, I'm good where I'm at, or like I'm gonna take a break. But you don't want to just like be like i quit because i hate you know it, it's come to the point where i, I hate doing this at all so. mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> if you focus on that element of fun, fun. in everything then it it's it's supposed to be fun <laughs> i can't right? find it Aaron. where's the fun <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like you are one of those people that are pretty good at finding the element of fun <laughs> in whatever it is that you're that doing, doing yeah, yeah. And that's why you get so good at whatever yeah. it is that you want My to get good at. My wife hates it. Because, <laughs> like, I'll take, like, a really crappy situation sometimes and I'll, like, always look at the bright side. She's like, can I just can I just bask in the terribleness of the situation first before you ruin it with your sunshine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't want to bask in the, you know, like, in the gloom and doom and stuff. Like, why? What's the point of that, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, with anything, like, your, your cardistry mm. stuff, when you... Yeah. You, when you work on a, a trick mm-hmm. like over and over and over and you suck at it, <laughs> you still focus on the element of like, oh, this is like fun to do, yeah. right? It's fun to do, fun to collect, fun to talk about, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. fun to hang out with people. So it's the same thing with yeah. learning anything. Yeah. I think if you, it is like to the point where you pick up your ukulele and it feels like a group, like, ah, uh, sure. yeah, it's just like, oh my gosh, I got to do this. Then it might be time to just like put it down, you know. Yeah, and, for a little bit. You can take a break. Yeah, yeah, and try and maybe find the joy in ukulele in other ways, you know, in maybe just music or something else too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. don't don't force yourself. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's set up the next song writing challenge. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's a new songwriting challenge theme, Kahai. <laughs> All right, so um, I want to go back. So we've been getting giving like kind of guidelines and stuff of like keys and chords and stuff. Let's go back to coming up with three words and then writing a <laughs> well, song about those three words. Or uh, were we gonna do uh, like uh, oh, Mad, Mad Libs? Libs. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you come up with a Mad Lib thing? No, uh, I have a thing on screen that I can type out, but I thought we could do like the. Like a chord progression, and you mm. gotta fill in the blanks, right? Ooh. Okay, explain. I mean, for, for the people that don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that don't understand. Yeah, the people that don't like understand. You're I totally, <laughs> totally with you, like, you know, but, you know. Uh, yeah, like, so before we, we've given, like, uh, chord progressions that, like, you gotta include this chord progression into it, or mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, a two, four, five, or whatever. Right. But maybe this time we'll be like, you gotta do play this chord like okay so if we say two five one mm-hmm. so but instead it's like instead of two five one it's just like you gotta play the two and the one chord but any chord in between ah. the two and the one in that chord progression okay. so sounds good so let's uh let's come up with something let's uh let's say so is it just the one thing that we're gonna add a mad lib to or do we do we do things like do we, do we can do several m- lines and stuff yeah we can uh why don't we do multiple so people can pick whichever yeah, okay, one okay, works okay. for that them? That sounds great. That sounds great. So let's start with that. The two five one. Um, let's 
let's take out the two. <laughs> okay. So, so you fill in whatever you guys want to, you know, fill in for that two instead. So it's blank five one. Okay. okay. So blank five one. Um, the next one is uh, let's see what. So we're saying any key then? Huh? But yeah. Just like, any key. Any key. You can choose any key. Yeah. So the first one is blank five one. There it is. You guys can see that. Okay. Oh, I did it right that time. <laughs> <laughs> blank five one. Okay. Um, let's see. What 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 else do we usually? Because I kind of just want to go through our greatest hits and then just take one thing out and then they can fill it in. <laughs> What's another thing that we usually do, Kai? Or the audience can you know can uh, can suggest some stuff as well if uh -huh. you you know want to get in get in on it. Uh, what was the the chord progression we did last time? The... Um, one six four five. Yeah. Uh... So. We'll, so you can do one six blank five. <laughs> I kind of like the one and the five in there. <laughs> Just one six blank five. There it is in real time as Kahai was writing it. <laughs> can you can you give an example of either okay. of those? So um, in the, say in the key of C, if you uh, if you download our handy dandy. Um, circle of fifths, it'll tell you all the chords in the key of C. So for example, in the key of C, so we have C, D minor, E minor, F, G, A minor, B diminished, C. And you if can you think number of that. all those. And if we can do that in numbers, it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and back to 8 is the same chord. Okay, so the 2, 5, 1 that we're saying would be 1, 2, which is D minor, one, two, three, four, five, which is G, and one, of course, is C. So it'd be D minor, G, C. But since we added a blank that you guys can fill in with your Mad Libs, you guys can do whichever chord as long as you have the 5 1 at the end for your chord progression. Okay, so it can be like an, uh, a 4 5 1, F, G, C, or 6 5 1, which would be A minor, G, C. Or a um, is it six? Well, yeah, no, six. That was six. <laughs> Did I count right? <laughs> okay, uh, or a three, five, one. You know, E minor, G, C, uh, stuff like that. So you can make it like really, you know, uh, re really fun and challenging. Okay, so um, and, and just write a song around yeah. that. Yeah, around that progression, or if you want to choose the the second madlib that we did, which is one uh, six blank five, so it should be one six four five. You can add whatever you want in the in place of the four. Okay, so it'd be one six three five. If you want to do that, or one six. Uh, five, five. You can do that if you want to. Just hold five two times. Yeah. So you know, really get creative with it. Um, or it could since it's a blank, it doesn't even have to be in that key. Maybe you know, like just really experiment, like a major two. You know, like if if you want to do a major two. So C, um, one, six, major two, G. You know, like really come up with some interesting stuff. Okay. Um. Let's see, what else? Uh, what about other things that we can do? Did we just do like a title or a, a line? Like I was, yeah. Can be, it can be based off yeah. of something? I was thinking like we can do Mad Libs with like a blank and a word. So they got to fill in the blank. Oh, okay, and okay, then okay. They yeah. yeah, do like a phrase and do like a blank in that phrase. And yeah. fill that up. So uh, I, I don't know whatever. <laughs> my dog has blank. Oh, <laughs> my blank has fleas. No, my dog has blanks. It's pretty good. Let's do. My dog has blank. That's great. I love that. <laughs> whatever key that you guys want to do, that's how we're going to be writing these songs. Okay, my dog has blank. Has but. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like my kid. Yeah, everything, <laughs> everything in the Mad Libs is but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't type the my dog has. Okay, blank, this so. is my dog has blank, yeah. and then write a song. So um, you can choose any one of these three Mad Libs to work on if you want to. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Let's not convolute it anymore and like come up with more stuff because people <laughs> tend to get yeah. like you know tend to get a little too I'm guessing you know tend to get a little too intimidated and stuff. So just that's it. Let's just leave it at that. Make it nice and simple. Blank five one one six blank five or my dog has blank. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. It's nice. And yeah, you can just pick and choose whichever yeah, one. Whichever is, one you want. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. That's it. And whatever key do you want. C, F. So if you guys are like, I don't know what the numbers mean in whatever key. So uh, once again, check out uh, check out the video called, called Chord Families. So Chord Families will definitely explain everything that you need to know. Okay. Um, and download and print out the uh, Wheel of Circle of Fifths. <laughs> the Circle of Fifths wheel. You can definitely do that. And, um, and you can cut it out and stuff. It makes a really cool uh, little device that you can use to figure out um, the, yeah. the chords, whatever key that you're working on, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty, I, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and, and I'll post it in the forum too. And yeah. if you want to ask in the forum itself, mm-hmm. like, oh, what you know, what if I do these chords, or mm-hmm. if I want to play in this key, what are the chords? Uh, I'll, I'll try to respond to them too. So yeah. you can just ask directly. Yeah. and we'll you know we'll do a nice little like uh, raffle thing at the end, and the winner gets my friend codes for Monster Hunter Rise so they can help me out with my quests. <laughs> no. Oh, what a good what a good prize. <laughs> what an awesome prize. No, yeah. no, no. We'll, uh, we'll do something. Usually, you know, we uh, uh, we usually give out lessons and stuff, like um, extra lessons. I think Chris and Sue got a 30-minute lesson last, you know, last time uh, that they can redeem whenever. Um, uh, we've done, like, extra uh, private lesson slots. We've done that. Um, we've done, like, physical things, like send, um, you know, send some physical snacks or, like, Hawaii kind of, you know, kind of stuff. So you just never know. I mean, it's just some fun prizes. It's, uh, it's nothing crazy, but it's, you know, we're not like giving away a Kamaka ukulele. No, no, it's nothing like that. Yeah, we're, we're just, we're just a bunch of kids <laughs> with a website. We're, we're, we're not, we're not at that level. So, um, but we are into having fun. So make sure you have fun, uh, when you do this exercise. Send us your songs and stuff, um, and submit it in about three weeks. So ours will be, uh, so we'll do, songs that we'll create based on these um uh, on, on these mad libs and we'll, we'll have our songs ready in two weeks for you so that you can see it before you submit yours so you can kind of see what we come up with and give you some ideas on what you can do based on the criteria that are given okay so let's uh let's have fun let's have fun all right kai any new businesses uh we released a new song today so if you guys want to check that out silk sonics leave the door open um Super fun, uh, super fun song. I had a lot of fun working on that tune. I love, love, love that song. It's been stuck in my head for all month. Um, mm-hmm. It came out this month, and we were just like, we got to do it. We got to do this song. <laughs> and like... We were like mid-month already. Yeah, we were just, it, <laughs> it was really, you know, a, a fast job. So the the past few weeks where I've had the mustache and stuff, I was growing it out for that particular video. I really <laughs> wanted that, that Bruno Mars, like like... Filipino uncle look, you know, to, uh-huh. to it. And to be honest, like, I didn't like the mustache. I just think it's, it's kind of uncomfortable, but I've gotten, I've had so much comments of like, uh, of, are you, are you, do you have a mustache now? It's like, that's what you do. Like, it looks good or whatever. Even my wife is like, I'm kind of starting to like the, uh, the mustache on you. And, uh, I'm just like, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't like the really don't itchy like mustache, this. but I, I don't know. Like, uh, I've, I've had, I've had it before maybe, but whatever, but that's, that's why. So people, you know, people weirded out. And last week we, um, we filmed, uh, we filmed the, my, my part in the, in the play along. So that's why we didn't address it last week, but I was in that full get up for the lesson like <laughs> on, uh, on the last week's podcast. So. That's, that just shows you guys, uh, yeah, we worked pretty hard on that uh, on that new lesson and video, and we just tried to we tried to get it out, you know, so that everybody can learn it while, while it's still fresh, okay, <laughs> like, while it's still hot, it's yeah. hot damn. <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, like, you know, we were talking earlier, like, yeah, just try and learn something even if it seems mm. hard. Yeah, there's Ooh. people on that that YouTube uh, like on the YouTube video <laughs> who are like. Whoa, oof, these chords. <laughs> yeah, that's these chords are it's pretty a hard. challenge. I mean, it was a challenge for me. <laughs> like, yeah. So but it's it's fun. I mean, honestly, I find myself playing it at home kind of a lot. Like it's a it's a really fun song. I do, you know, I do play it at home, but then I still gotta like look at the chords and the lyrics and stuff <laughs> because I have not have them memorized. While we were filming it, I'm like, I need some kind of reference <laughs> yeah. so that I know what chord is coming up next. Um, I, I did have a blast though. It, it's you know it's super fun. So make sure you check that out. Brand new lesson came out today. It is April Fools. We don't have an April Fools, do we? Guy, do you, do you have an April Fools for people? Are you gonna <laughs> we are us? the fools. Yeah, <laughs> I think this. 
<laughs> you guys like wasted an hour <laughs> listening to this podcast. April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> That's not well, enough. I think Par for the course. <laughs> I think YouTube is playing an April Fools on us because it's giving me a headache. It's uh, not. Uh, April Fools. Not it's not an April Fools, and it's just terrible. <laughs> But, you know, like, you guys stuck around, so thank you so much. Or if you didn't and you're watching this as a replay, thank you for watching it again. You know, we really appreciate you folks. So let's get on with it, Kahai. Let's let's, uh, do our cliffhanger question of the week. Now that we've gone through all the... Oh, you boys, you boys are vaccinated. You boys got got the little thingy thingy. (laughs) I got my today. My arm hurts, so hopefully I can last... Throughout the um, uh, throughout the open mic that we have today, and we have the open mic. I forgot yeah. to uh, I forgot to mention that open mic right after this show at two thirty. We have the ukulele on the ground open mic. Make sure you guys are ready. Um, if uh, if you guys want to join us, there's going to be a banner at the top of the website that you guys can click on that leads you over to the Zoom room where we'll be doing the ukulele on the ground open mic. If you'd like to play, let us know that you want to share a song. Um, and we'll put you in queue and we'll have you uh, have you play for us, all right? So we're looking forward to it. All These are always super fun. Um, this is going to be our third one, I believe, our third one this uh, this month. Mm-hmm. Is, we've, we've been having a blast mm-hmm. with it. So thank you guys so much for um, for coming in and, and uh, you know, participating in that. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, yeah? So... Yeah, the the sooner we can, you know, we can we can be safe. The sooner we can go out and and play for you guys again. So I'm I'm very 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 excited the prospect of that of being able to entertain live once again. Because as a as a musician and as an artist, like that's I've, I want to you know I want to <laughs> yeah. be able to share like all all this music inside. It's I just it's bursting, God. God I've been working on so much stuff this year. Can't wait to deliver the same show at Oasis. Oasis. <laughs> I can't wait to play the same songs that we've done for ten years. Can't can't <laughs> wait, guy. <laughs> so um, we'll see you um, pretty soon for the you know for the open mic. But Kahai, give us our last cliffhanger question, please. Uh, yeah, this one is from Heart Ukulele too. Yeah, awesome. And so she said that she just got a new concert ukulele, nice. like a custom concert. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Everything is really nice, but there's a little bump on the neck where it feels like it wasn't sanded down evenly. And so she asked, uh, um, that said, though not technically a uh, defective instrument, it still Mm. feels weird to me when playing it. Have you ever had a situation like this before with an instrument? And how did you go about resolving things without creating hard feelings with the seller? Uh, I (laughs) actually (laughs) Cliffhanger. (laughs) Next time, <laughs> have have not have, had that experience. Have not had that experience. I don't know. Find out on the next episode of the Ukulele Underground Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. My name is Altrin. That's Aaron. That's Kahai. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs>